Welcome and thank you for joining me for the 72 podcast. If this is your first time listening, I'd like to give you a sincere thank you and ask you if you like what you hear, please make sure that you leave a like and a review that really helps us out. Uh, today, we're going to be speaking about the fallacy of good and evil. This is a two-parter message, and today is part one. If you don't want to miss out on part two, make sure you are subscribed. We'll be dropping that hopefully in the next two to three weeks. Uh, But let's get started. Fallacy is defined as a mistaken belief based on an unsound argument. So here's what I'm not doing. I'm not denying that good and evil exist. They do, but we have redefined how, as a culture, we view good and evil. When we say good, we mean what is morally right. When we say evil, we mean what is morally wrong. We look at these as opposites. It's Batman versus the Joker. It's the Avengers versus Thanos. It's the dark side of the Force versus the light side of the Force. Instead of everything being black and white, We live in the gray. I don't think that God views it that way. We run into this argument, how do we know something or someone is good? Well, we compare it to what is evil. Now, this makes sense. We are comparing, but this can be subjective. Depending on where you're from, some things may seem as evil to us, but normal to those in another country. Here's the problem with good and evil. Is God good when there's nothing to compare him to? Like when he was creating the universe and we had no other point of reference, could you honestly say without any point of reference that God is good? Would I want to be compared to Jesus when saying that I am good? Jesus is the standard of good. John the Baptist says that he isn't even worthy to untie Jesus' sandal. As he says in John 1, 19-28, Jesus himself says he is the way and the truth and the life. That's in John 14, 6-7. Jesus, being God in the flesh, says that he is the truth. So I can say that God is the author of all truth Because if he is truth, then when he speaks, it's the truth. God uses true and false. If you are good, you believe what is true and speak the truth. You do good, and we can tell by the fruits of the Spirit. That's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. If you are evil... You believe in what is false, and you speak in lies, and we can tell that by the fruits of the flesh, that is hate, dread, chaos, anxiety, indifference, immorality, and faithlessness. Each one of these fruits can be subjective, but at the root is a lie or a truth. The truth is who God created you to be, Or who the devil wants you to be. Knowledge is a secret to understanding the difference between good and evil. 
In the Garden of Eden, God told Adam and Eve not to eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. What this says is that you must have knowledge of doing wrong for something to be wrong. With knowledge comes responsibilities for actions. The law was given to man as a point of reference for what God viewed as sin. These laws are found in Exodus 20, 1 through 17. So, number one, you shall not have any other gods before me. You shall not have idols. You shall not take the Lord's name in vain. You shall keep the Sabbath. Honor your mother and your father. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And you shouldn't covet your neighbor's house. While in Leviticus, there are 613 laws given to follow the 10 simple laws. The problem with saying you are good when you follow the law is that the bar will always be shifted because a law is designed to change the action and not the thinking or what's in one's heart. Let me give you an example of a company following the law while at the same time hurting the people it claimed to help. I used to work in the pharmacy, and in the pharmacy, drug prices can change the longer a medication has been out because of generics. Uh, a generic is the same medicine, but you see on the brand name medicine, the patent has run out, so that allows other companies to manufacture that same drug. And oftentimes, it's the same manufacturer who created the drug originally. Uh, it's like a subsidiary of that company making the same drug. Uh, high drug prices are often justified by the cost of research and development. It is very expensive to have your drug brought to the market, let alone approved by the FDA and other government entities around the world. There is a drug prescribed to alleviate the symptoms of anaphylactic shock caused by allergic reactions to things like peanuts or shellfish. It calms down the muscles in the throat and alleviates wheezing, allowing you to be able to breathe. I'm saying all this so that you know that it is a safe or life-saving drug that has been available since around 1987. In 2016, they were selling EpiPens for $600. That is a lot of money for a drug that has been around for 29 years. That's not to say there hasn't been changes to the formulation or how the medication gets into your body. You see, uh, this medication in particular is actually an IM, uh, which stands for intermuscular uh, injection. So what happens is you take the pen out, you stick it in your leg, and you uh, administer the drug. And right then and there, it gets straight into your blood system. So the problem is that in 2009, it was $124. In 2016, it was $609. That's a big jump in seven years. That's a price increase of 391%. Well, a medication like Novolin 7030, which is insulin used for diabetics to regulate blood sugar levels, went from $27 in 2007 to $39 in 2017. That's an increase of 
EpiPens need to be replaced every single year. So a pen that lasts you a year and needs to be replaced whether you use it or not. If you were to use one bottle per month of insulin, you would be spending $324 for a year supply in 2007, compared to $124 for the EpiPen in 2009. Then in just 10 years, you would be paying $468 for the insulin and $600 for a year supply of the EpiPen. To make matters worse and more realistic, if we look at total inflation over that 10-year span, we see that your dollar bought 19% less in 2016 than in 26, or 2006. So it makes sense that you might see an increase of about 25 to 50%, but 391%? Not only can you buy less groceries than before, but now my life-saving drug is way more expensive. Now, Mylan, the manufacturer of EpiPens, broke no laws when it raised its prices. What ended up happening was that Congress stepped in and enacted the Medicaid Drug Rebate Program. This says that the Medicaid program are not subjected to price gouging. Then they slapped a $465 million fine on Mylan. That is a lot of money. But in 2016 alone, in gross profit, which is how much money you make after expenses, was $4.7 billion. They paid under 10% of the total profit they made in just one year. They tried to justify what they did by saying they spent over a billion dollars over those seven years. Which isn't much when you are making around four point or four to five billion dollars every year in gross profit. Ethically, what they did was wrong. Now in Luke chapter eighteen, verse eighteen through twenty seven, there is a story about a rich man. He has followed the law and done everything he needed to do. And a ruler asked him, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your mother and father. And he said, All these I have kept from my youth. When Jesus heard this, he said to him, One thing you still lack. Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. But when he heard these things, he became very sad, for he was extremely rich. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard it said, Then who can be saved? But he said, What is impossible with man is possible with God. You see, having money can seem like you're doing good. 
But having money and following the law do not make you good. In the Bible, it also says that rain falls on the wicked and the good. Plus, the law can't cover every situation. For the normal consumer, not on Medicaid, the price of the EpiPen today in 2022 is now $650 to $700. Out of pocket. So how are we to act good if comparison doesn't work or when following the law doesn't always make me morally good? Well, we go back to truth and lie. Is what I am doing based on the truth or a lie? Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for all that you continue to do for us and through us. Lord, I pray that you would give us the wisdom that we need in order to be able to do what is right and not just what is good. Father, I thank you for all that you continue to pour upon us in your wisdom through your word. Father, I pray that you would bless those who continue to seek your wisdom and your truth. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me for the 72 podcast. Once again, if this is your first time listening, thank you for listening. Please make sure you subscribe so that way you don't miss out on part two. I pray that this message was a blessing. And I thank you once again for listening with me today. God bless.